Hi, thanks for joining us for Devotionables today. Devotionables are brief devotions for busy people. Elijah, the most well-known prophet in the Old Testament. We're introduced to Elijah in 1 Kings. And then in 1 Kings 17, we learn that Elijah is supposed to go into address to confront King Ahab. King Ahab has, is now the king over Israel at this time, and he is leading uh, as the kings before him, really, and just really taking it up to the next level. He's done so much evil. At this point, uh, no one, I think, has done more evil than even those before him we learn in chapter 16. And so he is uh, leading people into the service and the worship of Baal. He erected these altars for Baal in the house of Baal, which he built in Samaria. And so he is leading the people of Israel astray. As king, this is not the thing to do. And so as they looked to Baal, they were looking to Baal for life. Baal would send, in their minds, life to them, either from the sky, like by rain and dew, to produce, cultivate the crops, life for, for children, so for kind of fertility kind of practices. And Yahweh is going to judge them. And he tells Elijah to go to Ahab and tell him, no more of this. It's not going to rain. You're not even going to have dew on the ground until my word. And so he goes and does this, saying, you don't trust in Baal for life. You trust in me. And then Elijah is going to be put to the test himself. Like, will you believe this message yourself, Elijah, that I am the one who sustains life, provides life, gives life? I am the author of life. I will protect you. I will provide for you. I will sustain you and give you life. And Elijah, he trusts and obey. And it's interesting that Elijah's name means Yahweh is God, or Yahweh is my God. When we live like Yahweh is our God, we are, there's a stark contrast between the world, and there should be, right? There's not, that's not to say that we don't have missteps, or we don't fail, or there's not sin in our lives that we're trying to do battle with, and confess, and forsake, and repent of. But the overall tenor nature of our lives is that people can tell there's something different about us and it's that we believe and we live for the God of the Bible. Yahweh is God. So my life is different and that's marked by trust and obedience. And Elijah, he trusts and obeys God. He goes to Ahab, he says this, and, and then God told him to go to this brook where he was going to be provided for by ravens. And you remember ravens in the Old Testament were an unclean bird. So God is going to provide for Elijah through an unclean bird, and they bring him food. And the book dried up because there was no rain in the land eventually. So the word of the Lord says, Go, arise to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. And I have commanded a widow there to feed you. So he commanded an unclean bird, and then now he's going to command an outsider of Israel, a widow in Zarephath, to feed Elijah. So he goes and he, he, he meets this interesting encounter. Uh, she's gathering sticks. And he calls her and says, Bring me a little water so that I might drink. And, he's, and then bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And she says, As your Lord, as the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in my jar and a little oil and jug. And now I'm gathering a couple sticks that I may go and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. So she's about to have her last meal. She's like, I have nothing. I don't know why you're coming to me to ask for food. I'm about to die with my son. He says, no, don't worry about that. You go do this, and then you'll be provided for. 
The Lord says, the Lord God of Israel, the jar of flour shall not be spent, and the jug of oil shall not be empty until the day the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she did it. She obeys the word of the Lord, and they never ran out of supplies. They were provided for the oil, the flour never ran out until it, they didn't need it anymore. And then this amazing story happens. Her son dies. Uh, he became ill and he died, and there's no breath left in him. And she says to Elijah, hey, why did you come here? Did you come here to remind me of my sin, that my child is my dead? And so they, another, they looked to Baal for life, but then they also there was this god named Mot that they were kind of interested in honoring. And he's like, no, Yahweh is my god. Yahweh is over life. Yahweh is over death. It's not these false gods that you're worshiping and serving. And he goes, he prays to God, and she, he raises her son up. So when we live like Yahweh is God, we trust and we obey. And our trust and obedience is the best way for us, but it also brings blessings to others. So brothers and sisters, today, live like Yahweh is God. Trust Him, obey Him, and let that be a light to the nations, a light to your neighbors, a blessing to them. For King Jesus, see you next time.